The Denver Broncos offense is bracing for a potential return of tight end Greg Dulcich, another weapon for Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson to connect, who is the Broncos look to catch heat on the offensive side of the ball as a crucial playoff stretch run could be approaching. We'll break it all down, go over the injury report, and take you into the locker room from Wednesday's practice at the Centura Training Center. Good morning, Broncos country. Welcome to another freshly brewed installment of Good Morning Broncos here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Mile High Sports is every team, every day. We have you covered with all your Denver Broncos coverage. We have you covered with all of our Denver Nuggets coverage. You'll get some occasional CU Buff stuff as well. Working on the Rocky stuff and the Colorado Avalanche. Make sure you check us out here every single day on our YouTube page so you never miss out. Obviously, as the Broncos are in-season, GMB will be up and running every single weekday. Once the off-season comes up, we'll make some adjustments in terms of the schedule and how often there is a show there. But we also have you covered every single day, all year long, milehighsports.com for all your up-to-date breaking news, content columns, whatever you may have or want from your favorite Colorado sports teams, we got you covered. So make sure you check out milehighsports.com every single day when you wake up, you pour yourself a morning cup of coffee, you're browsing on the internet, milehighsports.com. We have you covered. And also here on GMB every single weekday at 9 o'clock a.m. Mountain time here. Obviously, for the Broncos, an interesting stretch here. Four games remaining, and every game that they play is going to be crucial from an optic standpoint. The stakes for them are higher every single week, and each time that they win, they get one step closer to the goal that they had set out for themselves, and that is making it to the postseason. That is getting in the playoff mix here. They're in the hunt, but they need to secure a spot. They're one game back from the AFC West, as we've talked about and we've broken down here on the show specifically, and one guy who could help them out on the offensive side of the ball could be bracing for a potential return here very soon. Broncos tight end Greg Dulcich, who's been on his second stint on injured reserve, was spotted at practice on Wednesday at the Centura Training Center inside the Pat Bowlin Fieldhouse as the Broncos prepare for yet another indoor game this week against the Detroit Lions. 6.15 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff on NFL Network on Saturday evening. We'll have you covered, obviously, on Monday for all your coverage here on GMB. But seeing Greg Dulcich back out there with a helmet, a jersey, going through everything in the way that they had hoped for is a good sign here. He was listed as a full participant in Wednesday's practice, but here's also the note. The Broncos have officially designated him to return from injured reserve. So what this means, he's not on the 53-man roster yet. If the Broncos plan to activate him, they'll have to make a subsequent roster move in order to make place for that. But Golsich right now, he's got a 21-day window in terms of being able to either, hey, he's either coming off of IR and he's going to be activated or he's going to stay on there for the remainder of the season. The 21-day window is open. He looks like he could be ready to play here soon. There is even a chance that Dulcich makes his return this upcoming Saturday against the Detroit Lions. So much of his recovery and what he's been going through behind the scenes has really been related to okay, figuring out what is going on with his body. He's seen specialists because he's had four hamstring injuries in the last two years to the same exact hamstring. He's obviously a big target. He's very athletic, very fast for his size. So we don't have an idea as to what that is. I think only Greg Dulcich, the Broncos medical staff, and obviously Sean Payton. I think these are the only guys that know exactly what was going on with Greg. And I'm also curious as well. Bo Lowry obviously knows this. But I'm also curious, what is the plan in terms of bringing him back? 
What did you learn or what did the team learn about Dulcich's hamstring that maybe makes them more comfortable saying, you know what, we're okay if he plays here on Saturday, he's ready. I wonder what type of information they have. That's stuff that we in the media will never know. Fans are never going to know that information either. Unfortunately, it's going to be between those parties involved there. But, you know, if Greg Dulcich does come back, it gives the Broncos a little bit of an added wrinkle into an offense that, to be honest with you, they've kind of been one-dimensional at times in the passing game. Look, it's it, Cortland Sutton has been the benefactor of a great relationship with Russell Wilson. Those guys have great chemistry with one another, but Cortland has really been the team's most significant receiving threat. Jerry Judy is very capable. We'll hear from Jerry Judy here in just a moment here on the show, but Greg Dulcich is a guy that they had and Sean Payton had specifically massive plans for in the offseason. And then week one against the Raiders, he pulls his hamstring. And he's out. He's on IR for a brief time. He comes back week six, Thursday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs. Does the same exact thing. Has something happened to the hamstring. Goes on IR again. And we were at one point questioning. I even got a mailbag question, I think, on yesterday's show asking, what is you know the status? Are we going to see Greg Dulcich again? I said it personally. I didn't think we'd see him. I'm wrong, obviously, because you know, he's made great progress. I didn't expect to see him go from the side field to the field as quick as he has, but if he's in a good spot, he's fully healthy. Why not unleash him? He can be an added effect here that, you know, I'd say the benefit for where Denver's at defenses are looking at Denver's film. Like, all right, Hey, Cortland Sutton, they haven't been able to account for it. They don't know exactly just yet how dangerous Greg Dulcich can be here for this Broncos office. Now, obviously Adam Troutman's in the mix there, but Greg Dulcich is a guy that not only can line up in line, he can line up as a wing. He can line up in the backfield if you really want him to next to the quarterback. If you really want to get creative, you can line him up in the slot. You can line him up on the outside. You can do everything with Greg Dulcich. And the idea was that he was going to become the joker. Well, Denver hasn't been able to establish that true position here in Peyton's offense this season because Dulcich has been out. So now this is an opportunity. Four games left. Denver's offense needs a little bit of a spark in some areas. And Greg Dulcich could be exactly the guy that the Broncos need. I like that. I think it's 110% exciting to maybe see what the, the, the optics are and what aspect he can bring to the table here. But the biggest hope, I think, for Greg Dulcich, can he stay healthy? That will be the biggest key here. That's something we're going to follow. And obviously, we'll keep you updated here, milehighsports.com. If he actually gets activated to the 53-man roster, you can expect an article. You can expect insight as to why, what other roster personnel moves would they have made in the meantime here. So I think it's a great opportunity for us to dive a little bit deep now, segueing from Greg Dulcich coming back and being in the mix to play on Saturday, potentially to our injury report here from Wednesday's practice. Now, there were three players who did not participate. We did not see Broncos outside linebacker Nick Benito obviously carted off with the knee injury against the Chargers on Sunday, two days in a row, DNP Tuesday. Denver didn't practice, but an estimated report was released. He would not have participated if Denver did that. We didn't see him. We didn't see Broncos safety PJ Locke, who was also an estimated DNP if they would have practiced on Tuesday. He's got a neck injury. We did not see him on Wednesday. Denver's going to practice on Thursday, obviously, and then they'll have a walkthrough on Friday before flying out. So Friday's practice, not necessarily your official week practice game status update. So I think for the Broncos, for P.J. Locke, I think today's practice here on Thursday is going to be crucial. If he does not participate here today, then I'm a little anxious. I don't think he's going to play in Saturday's game, which means that DeLarian Turner-Yale would be next up in terms of stepping into the starting lineup opposite of Justin Simmons 
for the Broncos. And PJ has been playing fantastic football too. So hopefully everything's okay with PJ. We'll continue to update you here at milehighsports.com for all the information that you need. Running back Samaj P. Ryan's been dealing with a knee injury. He did not participate in Wednesday's practice, but it wasn't because of the knee. He would have been a full participant in Tuesday's practice if they participated. Sean Payton giving Samaj P. Ryan rest, a veteran's day off. He's doing this for a lot of these guys, especially if they have ambitions to make it to the postseason. Some guys, they're giving them some time off, obviously, to you know deal with whatever they need to deal with to get as healthy as they can be. Samaj P. Ryan obviously coming off of a knee. You got to be mindful and cognizant of that. Limited participation was Jonathan Cooper, ankle injury after the interception. He got tackled awkwardly. Offensive lineman landed, kind of pulled down on his ankle. Uh, he's uh, He was limited for two consecutive days. We'll see what his status is here on Thursday's practice. Does he upgrade from limited to full? If he's limited, he'll more than likely enter Saturday's game as a questionable uh, pregame guy. They're going to see game time decision more than likely with him. Something to keep an eye on. And then two players who are full participants, Greg Dulcich, as we had talked about, Quinn Miners, who is everything's checked out. He's all good to go. He will be able to play here in Saturday's game after experiencing an irregular heartbeat in Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers before having to be transported to a local hospital for further evaluation. Everything checked out. He is all good. And that wraps up your Broncos practice report here. But as we continue on today's show here, Broncos country, you're going to hear from sights and sounds of the locker room from Wednesday's practice. We got to catch up with Mike McGlinchey, Jerry Judy, and Patrick Sertan as we got some insight on the Detroit Lions. Also, more so, can the Broncos go on another streak? And Jerry Judy reflects on Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers. You get all that here on GMB. Real quick, let me tell you about our friends over there at Superbook Sports. Now, with Superbook Sports, you can win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook will fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game. They will also give you two tickets to the game, plus you get a three-night hotel stay. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there, and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports. Always appreciate Kim's MHS dailies. You can check that out here on Mile High Sports on our YouTube shorts side of things. Make sure you check it out and engage. Kim does such a great job keeping Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, Rockies fans, CU Buffs, CSU Rams, whatever's going on in Colorado sports. Kim has you covered 60 seconds every single day here on MHS. Continuing on with today's show as we get ready to get into the final portions of it, taking it to the locker room from after Broncos practice yesterday at the Centura Training Center. We were able to catch up with a few Broncos players First and foremost, I think we got to probably talk about Patrick Sertan. Obviously, for him, he's had such a terrific season here for Denver. He's going to more than likely draw the coverage assignment on Josh Reynolds, I think, at times. I think Amon Ross St. Brown's obviously going to present a dynamic test for them as well. But here's what Patrick Sertan had to tell us yesterday about how he views and what the film shows on the Detroit Lions offense. I think they got a very balanced attack. Um, they great in the run game and the pass game, so... Uh, we got to hone in on that and study uh, crucially on that for sure. It's going to be a big key because they have multiple receivers. We talk about Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds. Those guys are really good playmakers. They also have Donovan Peoples-Jones who had a big-time catch against the Chicago Bears. 
this past weekend. Former Bronco Khalif Raymond, who's also a return specialist, got to watch out in terms of kicking it to him. He's very good and can break one off and change the ink the out, outcome or impact of a game. I got tongue twisted there. And then I think you also have to factor in tight end Sam Laporta, rookie tight end out of Iowa. For some reason, them Hawkeyes continue to churn out those really good tight ends. That is tight end you right now in the NFL for all the key players around the NFL that are contributing at a high level. They seem to be Iowa Hawkeyes for the most part. So Denver's going to have to account for that, not only in the run game, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, both of those guys are kind of a two-headed monster, as I like to call it, watching them on the film this week. They're very big, explosive. They run through past, you know, first contact. They make it past second contact at times. Denver's going to have to really bring their A game against the run, and then their coverage is going to have to lock up and tighten up here. But that's where it's, it's a challenge because you look at the Lions offense, they are so well balanced with how they can hurt you. If you focus on one area, they might hurt you in another. So I'm very curious to see what Vance Joseph's game plan is going forward here the rest of the week. But we also got to hear from Patrick Sertan as well. A couple years ago when he was a rookie, the Broncos were in a position, right? I think you all remember this. They were taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a chance. If they would have won that game, they would have had a great chance to make it to the postseason. And unfortunately, they lost out in a good portion of those remaining games in 2019. It led to Vic Fangio getting fired. Denver's in a position now with four games left on the season where they could go on a run and make the playoffs. What did Pat maybe learn from that experience in 2019 as a rookie that they're looking to carry over and not make that mistake and do differently here in 2023? Uh, I just remember, uh, you know, we, we had a great team uh, two years ago. We just didn't finish like how we wanted to. I think this year the main emphasis is finishing the season out the right way. Um, obviously, we got four games ahead of us, um, four crucial games, and you know, we got a chance to prove our point and so make that playoff push, and that's the main thing right now. I don't know why I said 2019. I meant 2021, folks, so disregard my error on what I said before showing you that clip there. Yeah, 2021, when he was a rookie, not 2019. He would have been in the league for a long time at that point. He'd already have a second contract. That is coming here for PS2, but yeah, you have to find a way to finish. And look, I think guys that have been around, I mean, you look at Kareem Jackson, he's been around, Patrick Sertan, Justin Simmons, Josie Jewell, these guys have kind of been stable kind of names here for Denver. Mike Purcell defensively is another name that have been around that know exactly what I think Pat's talking about, like being in this position with four games left to have a chance to go on a run. You really got to take it one week at a time. You got to take care of business. And that's something, too, that Mike McGlinchey, Broncos right tackle, was asked about as well is can the Broncos go on another win streak? Mike McGlinchey said it's really about locking in, focusing on week to week, not looking at the whole big picture, but you got to take it one week at a time. Be able to put that aside, lock in on your job and what it's going to take to win on Saturday. Because um, the only thing you can control is going one and zero, and and we're going to try and do that, you know, four more times. That's the key here. As cliches may be, go one and zero for the next four weeks. Denver is in the playoffs. If that is the case, it's not going to be easy, but they have everything in front of them. One more final thing we're going to touch on here from our locker room segment as we close out today's episode of Good Morning Broncos. Jerry Judy has been an easy punching bag for Broncos fans. Anything that Jerry does in the slightest, I think there's a magnifying glass on it. It gets over amplified a little bit. Jerry's attitude inside the locker room. Now, I'll tell you all this, just covering him all year, being around for the last couple of years watching Jerry. Jerry has never really been an issue in the locker room. He's been one of the funniest personalities. I've really enjoyed getting to know Jerry and seeing him at times. And I think that there's this perception that he's just this diva and that he's a problem. It's not, not the case, right? And obviously on Sunday against the Chargers, there was that one pass toward the sideline he wished he would have caught. And then there was the one where he wished he would have got his back foot in. Jerry met with the media during Wednesday's practice and 
talked about that, talked about what he needed to do. You know, he made some plays in that game, but he had talked about the fact that he's got to be able to finish. I think that's good accountability, accountability here for the Broncos wide receiver. Just got to secure that catch, make that catch, and um, that's it. Other than that, you know, I was running great routes. Um, I just got to finish. He's got to finish. And look, Jerry's a good player. And folks, I look, I understand the frustration that some fans have about Jerry. Like, Jerry's got all the talent in the world. I think it's just about f- trying to find a way for him to be consistent, finding a way for the system around him to be efficient, and maybe adding Greg Dulcich back in the mix will open things up for Jerry to have some success here for the Broncos in these final four games that are going to be so crucial for them to take care of business. If they win, they're going to be in. They can't afford to have any setbacks or, or letdowns here at this point, especially when they have two home games left on the season. Hopefully they can go on a run here. Three and one would get them into the playoffs. I don't know if two and two would get them into the playoffs. It depends on what happens around the rest of the AFC over the course of the next couple of weeks, but we will have you covered here every step of the way on Good Morning Broncos. With that said, Broncos country, thanks so much for rocking with us here this morning. We'll be back at Dove Valley to see what the practice report looks like, who's in, who's out. You'll get all that coverage and recap on tomorrow's brand new episode. Good morning, Broncos.